0: Hi there, I'm Mark Aicero, and this is Article Club, our experiment in community reading where we read, annotate, and discuss one great article every month. I'm happy to report that this month we are focusing on Theater of Forgiveness, an outstanding article by Hafisa Jeter. And I'm happy to report that there are many of you who have already signed up for our conversation on November 22nd, 2 to 3 p.m. So welcome, everybody. This week is all about our first impressions, so if you haven't read the article yet, you can go to it and add your annotations and first thoughts. You can also put them in the comments of this post. Also, I'm honored to announce that this month I will be co-facilitating the discussion with longtime highlighter reader, Sarai Bordeaux. Sarai is absolutely amazing. I still remember back two years ago when we were colleagues in Oakland and we were at an HHH and she came up to me and immediately wanted to talk about this piece. I mean, Highlighter Happy Hour HHH is mostly a social thing, but for many, many minutes, we were just getting into this article. So that's why I'm super appreciative that she is interested in leading us in conversation. Together, we're going to be interviewing Ms. Jeter this Thursday, and Sarai will also facilitate our discussion on the 22nd. I was fortunate to get to talk to Sarai this week, and so I wanted to share a quick conversation we had so that you can get to know her a little bit and see what she's all about. Here it is, and please enjoy. Hey, Sarai, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm here, by the way, listeners, with Sarai Bordeaux. Very excited to have you here, talking a little bit about this article, Theater of Forgiveness. So... I'm so happy to talk to you about your first impressions, because you and I read this two years ago. And I still remember when we talked about it. Do you remember at all the first time that you read this piece?
1: Yeah, I actually still have the copy that I originally printed out, because when I read this, it just kind of like stopped me in my tracks. I was like, hold on, like, we're willing to talk about this as like a something that we need to bring to light and need to kind of unpack a little bit. Um, and I was just so excited by it. And I was a little bit mad that I had never heard of kafisa Jeter before. But by the time he presented this, I was just stoked on it. And like, I remember taking notes feverishly. I remember like sitting up with it and just like really trying to digest like what it means for my own life, being able to shine light on, on the ways that we kind of, make a, make a projection or make a production out of forgiveness. So yeah, I was super excited that you brought it to the, the highlighter
0: <laughs> it was so funny because in that moment not very many people had read it and I had had this like almost spiritual moment with it and I was like who else has read this and you came up to me and you're like I want to talk about this article and that was two years ago when mm-hmm. we were colleagues and I've always admired your work as an educator and I also know that you do a ton of, of a lot of different things and so for the article clubbers out there like who are you Sarai like just you know can you Introduce yourself a little Ooh, bit.
1: Hi, today. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my name is Sarai Bordeaux. And yes, I have been doing a lot of things. I just recently returned from Jackson, Mississippi, um, doing some community development work and some gardening and some farming and learning a lot about just like the South and different structures that even though the South and you know California and the North or whatever have a lot in common in terms of the ways that people are still being mar- marginalized, like I, I, I'm really lucky to have just experienced the South right now. Um, the COVID-19 hit and so that's part of the reason that I'm back in California right now, but I'm super stoked on that experience. Um, so yeah, I kind of have, I have an education background. I just finished my master's degree from San Francisco State in education that took me a super long time to do. And in between there, I, I worked with with Mark as colleagues doing not traditionally teacher, teacher in the classroom work, but really just kind of filling in gaps. And we all know there's gaps in the education system. So that's kind of how I've thought of a lot of the work that I do is like really being detail-oriented and paying attention to gaps that need to be filled and paying attention to a lot of nuance that we're experiencing in education right now, especially, especially, especially right now. So yeah. I also like lizards. I also.
0: That's amazing.
1: And <laughs> you know, I like to tell people right now, I'm just obsessed with them wherever I go. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm currently like just trying to work a little bit more on myself, like some kind of digging into some of the different ways I show up in, in spaces um, and trying to redefine kind of how I'm going to continue to show up in spaces, especially now that it's possible to be in virtual spaces a little bit more. So yeah, I'm just kind of all over the place, but feeling really good about that and kind of kind of trying to ground in that chaos right now. So thank you for
0: asking me. Yeah, well, I mean, you've, you've always been obviously very passionate about education, young people, anti racism and doing the work. And I have to say, though, like one of the things that I've always love talking to you about is just like, you are a reader, which is obviously what the Highlighter Article Club is about. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit like, because it's really at a high level with you, like you really dive in. Uh, can Can you say a little bit more about like the role of reading in your life, you know, right now, who you are and what you've become?
1: Yeah, you know, so growing up, like my parents have always had books around us. And it took me a little while for me to be like, Okay, this is something like now when I go back through my parents' library, it's the ones that are like all over, you know, it's all over Instagram. And this is like the the top list of books that you should read as, you know, as somebody interested in in combating oppression. And all of these things have been sitting on my parents' shelves since I was young. And I like never, ever took the time really to dive into those things. But as I kind of realized that individuals are needing to change and needing to like step their game up in terms of their practice, in terms of their what they want from their jobs, what they want from their bosses, what they're willing to ask for themselves, like boundaries. I'm realizing that like reading, I don't need to reinvent the wheel all the way. Like there's brilliant folks, Black folks, like Black women, you know, um, even like young folks, the the content that's being produ- written content that's being produced by poets these days, like you know, it's just a real opportunity for us to kind of come together to try to figure out, especially, especially when we can't always be physically close now, like, we can get to know something by somebody by what they write. And so I I feel like just kind of developing that relationship with the written word, as I would a relationship with like a person and with, you know, like, going through and figuring out the ups and the downs and the complexities and the nuances of a book or of a text. I just find that really intriguing. I find it to be like a really exciting challenge. And that's why some of the articles that you presented with the highlighter, I was so excited about them because number one, I had not seen white people in these articles for other white people to read. So that intrigued me a lot. And I appreciate that a lot about what you do is bring a perspective that could easily be looked over in an educational space, could easily not exist. So I really appreciate that. And it was just really a way for me to to kind of stand my game up in my practice. Like, if you're going to talk about it, you got to be about it, you know? And reading is really one of the ways that you can make that, create that authenticity in your practice is knowing what other people... I've
0: said. Yeah, it can be. But like the thing also with white people is that like for white people, reading can just be like, let's fill our brains up, sort of like be a good white person, which is not what I personally am trying to do. And so with Article Club, it's actually meant to be able to really listen and take on and and potentially transform, at least for white people. What's interesting here, too, is that Like when you said that you wanted to also be involved in sort of like a co-facilitation, that got me like extremely excited too, because like this is work that we all need to do based on our own racial identity as well. And so we go into this now, we have a chance now to interview Havisa Jeter, which I'm super excited about. And then also to sort of collaborate together in Article Club. I I first just want to thank you, but also want to ask like, why are you interested in this part, too? Like, you already read it. You can do the work that you want to do with it. Like, why do you feel like you want to interview her as well as co-facilitate the next space?
1: Well, like, on one hand, like, to, if I'm being super honest, like, um, one of the things that people say often is that is that Black folks in whatever media, in writing, in movies, or whatever, they say that, like, our experiences are not relatable to, like, a, a broader public. And to, to read this article and to feel some of the things that she is saying like on a personal level or like experience them, you know, it's extremely, extremely relatable. And the folks who are just, who are not just reading BuzzFeeds, like if you wanna be a good white person list of the week, folks who are who are beyond that, who are past that, you know, cause you gotta meet people where they are, like please read the books, like read, a, read all of them. But the people that are interested in doing work beyond that, they are looking for a way to participate in an experience without being like the weirdo warrior, like white man who wants to steal the souls of black people when they speak like that. And, and me wanting to, me wanting to, to interview this woman, number one, I think it's important for black women to, to talk to each other. And I think it's important that like, we, we are building more relationships that don't necessarily have anything to do with anything besides our own healing. Like that is a 24 hour, seven day a week job in and of itself. So getting to talk to somebody about their experiences, like for me personally, it's it's part of my healing. Like it's part of something that I need to do for myself to be able to move forward. And I'm just great. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And as far as the facilitation goes, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about before. Like I really want to be in a space where not only can I hold myself accountable for the things that I said I would say to white people, or like the you know the things that I said I would make sure is out there that are known about me, like boundaries that I have. I also want to interact with with other Black people around this topic even. Like, it doesn't even have to go super deep. It doesn't have to do, like, one article cannot be responsible for our healing. But I do think that, you know, little by little, conversations like this really have the capacity to just move people to a position where they can take on the next thing. Like, with a little bit more understanding, with a little bit more healing, with a little bit more realization that they're not alone, that we're not alone. So yeah. I would, I'm, I would be excited to talk to white people about this and I would be excited to talk to black people about this. Any people like POC, like indigenous folks, I would love a perspective, you know, like it's not just white and black here either. So I think it's, that's part of it too, but I'm just excited to build relationships and talk about really these things because some of the things we are talking about, like they just, it's old, like we need to talk about new healing things, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate that question.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm just super excited to to do this with you, but also to see like already, by the way, like there are more people than usual signing up and there's still there's still like two more weeks to, to go. So like, we'll just see, like it could be 10, 20 people. It could grow to be even bigger and we'll figure out how it's gonna be. But I just, I just wanted to make sure that folks out there got introduced to you, got to hear you, got to sort of hear who you are. And I just wanna thank you so much for taking the time to share
1: well wow. i mean i feel like i mean i definitely love sharing i definitely can talk about talk about things like this for days like with my long-winded self but no i just really appreciate the opportunity and it, it was timely even though it's been two years like i just really feel that this is the perfect space and time for us to be able to to engage this conversation so thank
0: you thank you and i will see you on thursday when we actually get to interview Ms. jeter I'm so excited. Thanks, Sarai, yet again for saying hello to Article Club and for wanting to co-facilitate this month. I'm really looking forward to your contribution. Article Clubbers, two things. If you haven't signed up for our discussion on November 22nd, there's still time. All you have to do is go to highlighter.cc slash discussion to sign up. Also, if you have any questions or if you're interested in joining this month but are a little bit nervous, don't worry. Just email me at mark at dot cc so that we can chat. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week.